Hello and welcome to the August 30th edition of the We Ginger Dugcast. Oh, we've got a date. Oh, yes, we've got a date now. I was asked to start including the date. Oh, so, is that right? Is that why you're doing it? Yes, that's okay. why I'm doing it. So, Fine. do you want me to start again? No, no, go on. Right, no, okay, fine. we'll just keep going. Right, and it's me, Paul Kavanagh, and over there interrupting me and putting me off my stroke is, as <laughs> usual, Callum Baird, the editor of The National. How you doing? <laughs> Good. Hi. Yeah. So, just on Tuesday night, I was thinking to myself, God, no much is happening this week. What are we going to talk <laughs> about on Friday? I know, I know. And then it just went, it's gone crazy again, hasn't it's it? Gone it has. Totally um, you know, I lost count of how many Westminster days of chaos we've kind of had on the front page of the paper. I know. But um, I'm I sure many more to come. I'm sure. And, this I'm chaos sure. is kind of the base state of the United yeah. Kingdom these days. I mean, it was interesting. So on, on Wednesday night, Tuesday night, whatever night it was, that we were deciding what the front page would be, so maybe be Wednesday night, we're thinking, right, there's obviously two massive stories here. There's, there's Boris Johnson trying to railroad, uh, shut down Parliament, yeah. but there's also Ruth Davidson. Ruth Davidson. So we were thinking, well, which one of them should be the front page? And I think, generally, we've done a bit of analysis in stories with Scottish politicians, so Nicola and Ruth, sell better than Westminster politicians, really? Blackford and me. So we went with Ruth Davidson. I think that, I think that's probably the right decision. Well, yeah, because told. it's the Scottish-centric story. And yeah. I think that's what people would expect from a Scottish newspaper. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, well, I think we should maybe talk things about things in kind of chronological order. It makes sure. a bit more sense. So on Wednesday, we woke up to discover that Boris Johnson had done what he said he wasn't going to do, uh, and he's prorogued Parliament. So it's kind of, oh. So what does that mean then? Uh, well, basically what it means is he's a liar, but we knew that anyway. Um, it means that Parliament is... Now, there's a difference between um, a recess and prorogation. A recess, parliamentary business sort of trundles away in the background, uh, whereas a prorogation means it all stops. Mm-hmm. So the thing, what, what this means is Parliament's going back on Tuesday, I think, of next week, or Wednesday. Uh, next week, Tuesday, aye, uh, of next week, and any parliamentary business that hasn't finished before the date of prorogation, which is he's been granted a date uh, between the s- the fourteenth or something, the ninth and the thirteenth, I think mm. it was the, the dates, ninth and fourteenth. Um, any parliamentary business which isn't finished before prorogation immediately fails. So suppose. Um, opponents of Brexit tried to pass some sort of measure through the House uh, they've only got a very very exceptionally short time window to get it through both the Commons and the Lords which is virtually impossible and then if it doesn't complete that process before the prorogation date which is just a few days later it immediately fails because it's going to be a new parliament. Because it will be because, a new parliament. Yeah, uh, yeah, and it's, it's already yeah. been one of the longest since It has since already the war, been one of the longest. But this is also an exceptionally long prorogation. Yeah. It's, going to, it's five weeks. So it kind of takes place when the parties are having their conferences, so yeah. the Tories are spinning no, out well, as well. No, that, you know, that, we kind of, what happens during do anyway. the conference is a recess. Yeah. That's the difference. You know, and during a recess, parliamentary business trundles on in the background. There's still committees yeah. and all that kind of carry on. Even though parliament itself isn't sitting, you know, parliament hasn't closed down effectively. It's, you know, it hasn't, the, the parliamentary session remains. So parliamentary business is, is kind of suspended, paused, as yeah. it were. It mm-hmm. was paused. Whereas what prorogation does is to access. Um, interestingly, it looks like the Queen's speech or the new Queen's speech when they come back, if, if 
if he does succeed in, in, in what he's trying to do, uh, will be slap bang in the middle of SNP conference. So it'll be the yeah. second day of SNP conference. Yeah. Um, and also it means that when he does come back, you know, on the was the, I can't remember the date now, that it was supposed 14th. to come back, 14th yeah. of October, um, there's various days that have to be taken up with the Queen's speech. Yeah. So effectively, that shortens the amount of the available amount of time for dealing with Brexit. Yeah, so you've got two weeks. You've only so, got two weeks anyway. So yeah, I mean, it's a very it's blatant attempt to stop Parliament from having a say on Brexit. And he stood there and barefaced lied that it's all about you know all these wonderful new things we want to do about education yeah, in England and, and police and all yeah. this kind of mm. nonsense. Yeah. You know, and it's just complete and utter garbage. From people who said that this would be the UK Parliament taking back yes, control exactly. from Europe. Exactly. exactly. And he's got a cabinet full of people who said, when they were asked about prorogation during the Tory leadership campaign, mm-hmm. that, oh no, it would be terrible, it would be a travesty. And uh, Matt Hancock, who yeah. people are now calling uh, Doormat Hancock, um, said that, uh, you know, our, our, our grandfathers fought and died in Dunkirk, you know, to establish the principles of British democracy and also, well, well sorry, it doesn't really matter now, yeah. does it, Matt? So him, Amber Rudd, uh, uh, Sajid Javid, Javid and uh, various came others. on the TV debate very famously yeah. said, uh, or yeah. came out against it, and have very, very kind of little to say about it now. Oh, no, but, it's all, off, then, no, nothing, yeah. off, no, 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 I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm just here to talk about, I'm just talking, talking about the police funding, yeah. you know, stuff like that, or um, Michael Gove, he was another one that said that it was a really bad idea, yeah. and now he's saying, "Oh well, it's you know, you know." I mean, they have no scruples or morals whatsoever. This bunch of people, it's 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 shameful. And of course, the defence minister let the cat out of the bag uh, at a meeting in Europe during the week when he was caught when he thought his microphone wasn't live, having a what he thought was a private discussion, saying, yeah. "Of course, it's because we don't have a majority." Yeah, you know, of course it's to get break. You know, uh-huh. I'm just admitting it. But, but everybody knows that. Well, anyway, of so course, even even of that course. revelation doesn't hasn't changed anything. Yeah, of course, Cause, cause it's a, it's just. Well, it was interesting actually. I was listening to Joanna Cherry today talking. Well, we'll get on to the court case shortly, but uh, they're bringing a court case to try and get it ruled as you know the, the, the Queen was given illegal advice by the government, and she wants to get Boris Johnson. Uh, or to call his proper name, Alexander Boris de Feffel Johnson, to make a, an affidavit. So it would be actually, you know, a sworn statement that this is why he prorogued Parliament. Meanwhile, there's another court case that's starting with Gina Davis. Is uh, it Gina Davis? Yeah. And uh, uh, it's been joined by um, John Major. Mm-hmm. who's going to be an expert witness. I mean, what kind of better expert witness can you get than a previous Prime Minister who's uh-huh. also who's prorogued Parliament? And he's saying, well, it's obvious what it's for, you know? Yeah. So it's very interesting that there's various lines of attack uh-huh. that are now being mounted but, against this because it is an outrageous assault But it's, it's also not clear at all that no. any of them no. will succeed. The, no, the, not at all. The, the most likely all. outcome here is still... That it'll go ahead. You know, well, to be honest, I mean, this is a political issue. Ahead. It needs to be solved politically, fundamentally, you know. Um, but it is very interesting that what Johnson has done is to focus the minds of his opposition, you know, by taking this move. I mean, he might have thought it was a bold step, he's going to, you know, catch them unawares. But what he seems to have succeeded in doing is saying, well, bugger this, we're just all going to, you know, that their qualms about, you know, siding with. 
with Jeremy Corbyn having out, well, no, this is far too important. We have to do this, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting. Well, I think the sparks will really begin to fly next week when Parliament comes. Next back. week's going to be I know. wow. I mean, I, I can't remember a, a week in politics, which, you know, we've had some crazy weeks over the last two years, but we haven't known that, that one was coming quite like this. I mean, it's yeah. been building up to it for, for months now. Everybody's on the attack on everybody else, and it's just going to be... So, how's that security and stability of the United Kingdom working out for everybody? Well, <laughs> <laughs> not that great. No, but it's, I mean, it's if this kind of thing happened, you know, in in some Latin American country, we would be saying, "Oh, this is outrageous!" You know, you know, authoritarian states, yeah. and, and it's happening in Britain. And I remember during the two thousand and fourteen referendum campaign, we were told about you know the quality of British democracy and how Scotland depends on that to ensure the highest democratic standards. But the truth is, you know, and, and these kind of things that would never happen in Britain. You know, these authoritarian, you know, East European type leaders that you know that oh that's just unthinkable. But the the reality is that the United Kingdom is more vulnerable to that kind of thing, uh-huh. that kind of politics than, than other European countries because we don't have a written constitution. Yeah. You know, it relies on... It, basically, the British constitution relies on politicians, people with power, behaving themselves. Yeah. And when a politician like Boris Johnson goes, ah, bugger it, I'm just going to rip up you know, the conventions, there's nothing... To stop him, hmm. absolutely yeah, nothing. There's some to suggestion stop him. that you know, if there is a vote of confidence called and he loses it, he'll just shrug it off and just, yeah, go, just exactly. carry on, keep going. You know? Exactly. And and the whole thing seems to be moving towards what what we think he wants, which is a, a people versus the politicians oh, election, yeah. which is what they, that's their face. Yeah. So they keep saying that, you know, and, he, and and Boris Johnson very much being the, the man of the people who has a to deliver Brexit, a, 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 um, an upper middle class Etonian, the no, man no, of the no, people. No, I mean, no, what no. the hell? Yeah. So, 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 so it's all crazy. It's all going to kick off mad. next week. Um, but the, even there was an even bigger even story, crazier. probably for for, <laughs> for people who po- follow Scottish politics. Um, Ruth Davidson is no longer the nope, leader of she's the Scottish gone. Tories. She has gone. Now, apparently, it's been building for a while. Mm-hmm. Apparently, um, but uh, the timing, you know, is interesting. The ti- it? well. Uh, put it this way, I believe the protestations that it was nothing to do with Boris Johnson proroguing Parliament as much as I believe the protestations that proroguing Parliament was nothing to uh-huh. do with Brexit, you know? So, yeah, right. Cause the, the, I mean, she resigned on the day of a by-election for Holyrood, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, she could she not have waited till next week? Mm-hmm. You know, if it was purely personal, she could have waited a couple more days? It was blatantly obvious that that was the fight. It might have been building for a while, but that was obviously the final straw. The reason she's done it is because her career as the golden girl of, you know, Scottish unionism is very much at an end. You know, it's the writing is on the wall for the Conservatives and she doesn't want to carry the can for that. So what does her, what does her resignation mean for A, the Scottish Conservatives and B, for, for the union? Because... Well, you know, if you believe the hype, they're going to have to find a new what? name. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, they, they can't be the Ruth Davidsons vote Ruth Davidson for more Ruth Davidson <laughs> yeah, party yeah, anymore. Yeah. They have to be the I don't know the There's been a Murdo party. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The Adam Tompkins Law and Order party. It's the law. <laughs> <laughs> Or the Who Is Miles Briggs party. Yeah, the who? yeah. Um, 
you know, it, I think what, what does it mean for it, a lot of unionist and kind of centrist commentators <laughs> say that Ruth Davidson is the, is the voice of the union and she's the one kind of holding the union together. Now, we don't think that's no, the case, not obviously. At all. But is there, any, is there any truth in that? Is, is it true that now the union is in a, in a weaker position without Ruth Davidson yeah, of course than it would be? Definitely. With, actually, she, I think it is. I think it is. Ruth Davidson. We, she's always been described by you know opponents of, of of the Tories in Scotland as being a one-trick pony, a creature of the Scottish media, mm. and there's a lot of truth in that. Yeah. But she was someone who had that profile because she was able to to give the media what it wanted in terms of you know mm-hmm. not the stereotypical patrician white pale male upper middle class Tory. Yeah. You know, and she was very different. In that respect, so the next Tory leader, whoever it is, and it's it's almost certainly going to be a man, um, that way. is going to struggle to have the same kind of profile and same recognition, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and that's definitely and the same appeal. To exactly, a, a exactly. Type of, of that I mean, I think a lot of the commentators, especially those south of the border, have got the cart before the horse. You know, I mean, it was Ian Dale on uh, BBC Newsnight the other night saying that, oh, now because Ruth Davidson has gone, the Tories are going to lose all these seats when there's a snap general election. It's like, no, the reason Ruth Davidson has gone is because the Tories are going to lose yeah. the seats. It's not, it's the other way about, uh-huh. you know, that's why she's going. I you think know. it was pretty. I mean, it was. It was but the hagiographies are just know, some of those. It, it, it was never going to happen. But even just, if the even the slimmest chance of of first minister Ruth Davidson oh, is, is done now, a joke. and it was it was, was always a joke. But perhaps you know, you might have believed if you were her. Perhaps you could have taken right. it one push further. And well, now I think it's I think it's gone now, I think it's a it? combination of the fact that the Tories are facing. An extremely difficult, to put it kindly, snap general election. And also there is a very real prospect, and this is something that she would never admit to, there is a very real prospect of an independence referendum happening next year. Independence, support of independence is is going into that with a hopefully a majority support. We need a poll, don't we? We, we need, need a, a poll. poll. We need a poll. God. The last time we asked for a poll, we got one. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, fingers crossed, fingers we'll crossed. We'll do like, like some kind of... <laughs> I was going to say poll fans, but then that's not... No, let's not do that. No, that's not. No. But, um, you know, and she would have been front and foremost in this campaign to save the union. You know, campaign yeah. to save the union in the next independence referendum. Yeah. And the chances are, the way things are going at the moment... She's going to lose. There's going to lose that, and she would not want to go down in history uh-huh. as the woman who lost she might, Scotland. She might for the be the, She might yet still be the she front might, of, of better together. Even yeah, we'll see. But, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. But some of the things that were you know, the hagiographies uh, were just. I, I mean, mean, I don't know if you read the Stephen Daisley's. I didn't know. Did you not read I it? Saw it, it? I saw it. I read it, and it made me vom yeah. off. Uh-huh. Which is when you laugh so hard you actually throw up is a little that, bit in your mouth. It, you know, it, I don't it, know if that's a word. I just when he came back, when she came back from maternity leave, he famously wrote, "I mean, we made sure it was yes. famous." Yes. Uh, mummy's home. Yes, well, so mummy's gone, Stephen. Mummy's staying home. Now. Mummy's gone, Stephen. Mummy's gone. Yeah. So Stephen Daisley, uh, <laughs> I don't know who he's going to uh, wax lyrical over now. Just well, Winston, Winston, probably. probably yeah. Yeah. She'll just be the next saviour of the union. She's the same same thing effectively, but in a different party. Yeah. So wow, first day. Davidson, no, it does. Yeah, no. It does feel like, uh, like. Well, that's see, that's the thing. I mean, the Labour Party is in Scotland is just dire, and uh-huh. they're in dire straits at the moment. Uh, there was a by-election um, 
in uh, East Kilbride mm. uh, and they lost like, their, their vote just collapsed yeah. Labour I mean they were never a serious contender in Shetland so it's hard to say you know to judge anything from that and Shetland's a kind of a um, you know it's, it's a land of its own when it comes to election results anyway but and in, in, you know in, in central Scotland you know in the west of, west central Scotland particularly yep. where you know they used to once weigh the Labour vote the Labour vote just collapsed in East Kilbride uh-huh. in the council by election so they're in real problems and now of course the Tories problems are magnified because not only are they facing the difficulties that they are identified as the party of Brexit the party of suspending democracy in the United Kingdom and there was a YouGov poll this week which said that only 17 27% support in the UK as a whole support Boris Johnson's decision to um, prorogue parliament and only 17% in Scotland uh-huh. so it's massively massively yeah. unpopular in Scotland so Andrew um our politics report had a very, very funny line and uh, a funny line in the sketch today. He went to the Ruth Davidson thing they brought a sketch in, um, and it was just basically saying, you know, oh, thank God I never have to defend a racist councillor again. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. So someone else has to deal with that now. Oh, so we we headlined it, you know, someone else now has to has to defend all the racist councillors we've yet to discover. Yes, I'm sure uh, there's lots, I'm lots, sure there lots of them. But it is, it's, it, you know, Scottish politics is it isn't isn't the same without it. I think because it will be a very different leader, oh, yeah, and it'll be yeah. it'll, be, and a it'll very be definitely somebody that's struggling to. I think they'll struggle to to make their mark. I think, I think. Adam Tompkins was talking today, and he was uh, very much not talking about who, but but what, and in that he meant. You know, we need to reassess the relationship yeah, with London. He's doing a murder, uh, basically. And, that's what murder phrase. And if murder's the other contender. I know. Then you're looking at so you know, the, the Scottish kind of Conservatives want leaders, independence for yeah, themselves, but not for Scotland. The minute you start thinking about that, you just yeah, exactly. But I mean, the main thing is, and it's just given a huge. Uh, uh, I mean, it's it's a gift to the SNP. Yeah. It's a gift because basically now. You know, and I, I did a wee graphic of it in the blog yesterday, and it got shared all over the place. And basically, what it was saying was that you know, um, Ruth Davidson, the golden girl of Scottish unionism, no longer, you know, she 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 thinks that the actions of the British government for the UK and Scotland are damaging, unsupportable, and untenable. Yeah. You know, and then I said oh, to no. SI Scotland and Union, put that in a graph. <laughs> <laughs> So it's, uh, uh, there has been. We'll talk a wee bit about the by-election as well because there, there was a by-election. There was a by-election in, yeah. in, Shetland. in Shetland. It feels like there's been quite a lot of focus on this. It, quite a, a strange amount of focus from the SNP for me. Um, I get you know maybe they thought they. they I they never were thought they were. I never, I never thought they would win. I but, never thought. But don't they you think win. that that they've not particularly managed expectations well because now every, if by talking about an upset the well, fact that they're 15% behind now seems like oh he didn't you weren't quite where he was. Well you he can't went. really build up you know a, a, a groundswell of support for a candidate by saying yeah we hope to come in a good second. No I know of you course know, you can't. So and, and actually speaking to people um, in the party it, it seemed like it's very much about Holyrood 2021 and it wasn't even you know it's about getting the data it's about getting the canvas. Yeah. You know, the fact that they're able to focus on this gives them 
a, a real kind of leg up in the next campaign. I think that's. But um, but uh, you know, a that was a respectable result. show, yeah. and it was uh, they increased the support quite significantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the Lib Dem support yeah. fell quite and, a lot. And, and let's not forget, this isn't the, and this the is, Tories or Labour. The Lib Dems still, are supposedly resurgent. And, and we're still in the honeymoon period for Joe Swinson as party leader. I don't, I don't think she, was, she, was, she, was she there? Did she go at all? I have no idea. I think she certainly didn't tweet very much about it. We yeah. did a we did a story on that. I don't know whether she turned up in the last couple of days. Um, but uh, but yeah, mm. so not really a lot that you can draw from it, other than the SNP no, support the S- seems to be pretty S- solid. Um, they're making inroads, but aren't quite ready to take the seat. I think I think the by-election in the council for um, East Kilbride was maybe more significant in terms yeah. of overall Scottish patterns, you know, because like Shetland very much has a a land into itself politically mm. speaking, you know. It's where, but. I think the, what we are seeing is a, a resurgent SNP, yeah. and both the uh, the main anti-independence parties, the Labour Party and the Tories in Scotland, are in severe difficulties. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richard, what's his face, has made some sort of accommodations with Jeremy Corbyn, who's Leonard. going to be in Scotland. Is it Leonard? Is Leonard? Leonard? Three Leonard? Three Leonard? Three whatever his name is. Three uh, tour of Scotland. Um, yeah. So, so he's. He, He's saying we wouldn't block it, but we would delay it. We'd block it at first. Right. Again, just another example of Labour's policy being absolutely we, clear exactly. and easily to understand. Yeah. You know, yep. Yep. so it's not. It won't be in the formative years of the Labour government. What, what's that? So what, how many formative years? If there's a mandate, there's a mandate. Uh, you know, yeah. come on. Exactly. Um, but it's. I mean, the, the independent I mean, people must be looking at this shower in Westminster and just thinking. Do you know what? Well, I'm convinced, and this is why I really want an opinion poll, you mm-hmm. know, because I'm sure the events of this week will have just made support for independence go up even more. Because mm-hmm. I actually heard people talking about it in the supermarket. Did you? Yeah. Is yeah. <laughs> that bloody praise then? My God. You sound like Alex Cole Hammond. Yeah, is this We did this, you know, he just seems to tweet things like, oh, uh, I was in the supermarket today and I, uh, I overheard two SNP voters saying they're never going to vote SNP again. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Then, so we did a very funny story where it was like, choose your own Alex Cole Hamilton adventure and you could like, pick where he was, what he was wearing and what he overheard. So that was very good. Um, but we kind of, I mean, we should probably wrap up. I mean, there's been loads to talk about. I just want to do a little plug for our uh, magazine on the Indie Ref. Yeah, um, coming out now soon. It's pre-ordered. You can pre-order it now. It's at www.thenational.sh. Scott forward slash shop so and you get twice the usual wee ginger dug you do you, you do so, uh, so Paul's writing a piece do you want to just talk us yeah well it was you asked me to write about you know how I got involved in doing this craziness yeah. to begin with you know and so I wrote about the early days with you know uh, Newsnet Scotland and the decision you know to you when we moved back to Scotland because my late husband was was ill and then writing starting the wee ginger dug blog because I was a full-time carer and all that so yeah yeah the, the magazine's very much about 2014 it's not yeah. about current politics it's it's five years since since then which i can't believe but and it's looking back it's it's examining all the things we've got ian mcwater nicholas sturgeon al cumming ruth wishart uh Cameron Leckie, paul loads and loads of people some really really cool stuff and you can get it in our online shop uh, for five pounds it's glossy and we'll deliver Ooh. it to your door as well you can't get it in shops i should stress this you won't be able to get it in shops you need to keep me a copy to, you need to order i'll get you one definitely no problem because my mammy will moan if i don't get it <laughs> she, she moans anyway 
a uh, couple of marches and stuff yeah well tomorrow I'm in uh, Salcoats oh, right, but okay. I'm doing a talk on Gaelic tomorrow it's yeah. about Scottish languages yeah uh, and that's the other thing. I mean, Coming a nice wee sideline for you now. I, you're doing, you're I won't be able to. I won't be able to end with my Ruth Davison joke anymore. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. <laughs> it's about time that one was put to bed. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just change it to Mondo Fraser. Probably, yeah. I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, I. Uh, so tomorrow I'm doing a talk about Gaelic and uh, in Salcoats, and on Tuesday they're having a week-long Gaelic festival actually mm. in Fife next right. week and as part of it I'm talking about Gaelic and Scottish languages again in um, Dunfermline so tomorrow it's in the town hall in Solcoats at Fantastic. half past one to two o'clock and Tuesday I will be in the Carnegie Library in Dunfermline starting at I think it's seven or half, for half past seven Yeah. Uh, so that's Tuesday magic so yeah lots happening but lots happening um, next week God, it's gonna. Who knows what's gonna happen God at the end of it? But there will certainly week. be plenty to talk about next Friday afternoon. So please join us then. Yeah, and we'll see you next week. Bye.